At the time that I was born again in 1975, I had several friends who were worldly friends, and I no longer wanted to be with them. I wanted to read the Bible. I wanted to go to church. I wanted to be with the Christians after I was born again. Two Baptist women that I was talking with one day, I told this to them, and they said, Oh, no, no, don't separate from your friends of the world. Don't separate from them. But I just didn't want to be around them. I didn't want to hear their talk, and they didn't want to hear my talk. Later, I saw some scriptures which really confirmed to me the direction that I was to go. In James 4.4, we read, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. A friend is someone that you support, assist, aid. One day, a woman who lives two doors down from us said to me, Do you support homosexuals and lesbians? She saw some striped wristbands that I had, tennis wristbands that were different colors, and she thought that indicated that I was supporting homosexuals because their flag is rainbow-colored. I didn't even know their flag was rainbow-colored at that time. I just bought some tennis wristbands to wear to support my broken wrists. Both of my wrists have been broken. And so I bought those to give some support to my wrist. She looked at them and said, Do these mean that you support gays and lesbians? And I was so shocked. I I just looked at her and said, I don't think so, (laughs) and shook my head no. Later, I sent her the scriptures on the subject of homosexuals and lesbians from Romans chapter 1, verse 26. And for this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. So I could see by the Bible that God did not approve homosexuals or lesbians. He turned them over to a reprobate mind to do vile affections, unnatural acts. I could see exactly from the Bible what this meant. So I sent that to her along with Genesis 19, which is about Sodom, which was filled with homosexuals, and God sent two angels to destroy Sodom. So I sent these scriptures to her, and after that I 
didn't hear from her. Although one day she saw me in the garage and waved to me and stopped and talked, I did not invite her to come and have dinner with us or we had a new grill at that time and or to come and have uh, hamburgers with us. I didn't invite her to do that, although inwardly I really sort of wanted to, but I didn't because I know what the Bible says. Be not unequally yoked to unbelievers. Now this woman is a Catholic and she professes to be a Christian. The first time I met her, we both found out that we had both lived in Abilene, Texas, where there is a Church of Christ school, ACC, now called ACU, Abilene Christian University. She had attended it one or two years, and I have one degree from that school. She told me as we talked that ACC, now ACU, approves of homosexuals and lesbians. I was shocked. I said, ACC? And she said, yes. Well, I was just stunned. After that, we checked about ACC, and apparently they don't want to offend homosexuals or lesbians. And I guess they do admit them to their school. I I was just stunned. But I really didn't quite put it together at the time that she was asking about ACC because she wanted to see if I approved homosexuals and lesbians. And finally she asked me, and I told her no, and gave her these scriptures. I don't hate these people. I don't hate homosexuals and lesbians. I don't approve of them because of the Bible. The Bible shows us the way to go. And you can't go both ways. If you are going to try to be a friend of the world, you will be the enemy of God. You either uphold Scripture or you cast it away and approve sin. Now, immediately when I was born again, I I really didn't want to be around the people I'd been around before. I wanted to be around church people. Later, I was just so surprised to find out there was evil in the churches, that there were people sitting there who identified themselves as Christians who were committing fornication or who were uh, lesbians and homosexuals at church. I did exactly what Paul said to do. Don't keep company with them. That is 1 Corinthians chapter 5. When you see somebody from a church that is a fornicator, adulterer, idolater, homosexual lesbian, just just don't keep company with them. Put away that fleshly desire to be around them. Now, sometimes I weaken. And then after I weaken and think that they're going to come to my house, I pray for God to stop them, and he does. (laughs) He always stops them from coming. There's a man who's probably homosexual, and he has, from time to time, 
wanted to come visit with me. He lives in another city. And the first time he wanted to come visit with me, I was excited about him being in the town where I lived and seeing him. And I said, oh, yes, well, we'll have dinner together. And then I, I got to thinking, I don't want to do this. And I prayed, and he got sick and had to go home, back to where he lives in another state. And I did the same thing again the next year. He was coming to a convention. And I wrote and told him that if he'd like to have dinner, give us a call. Then after I did that, I prayed and said, Oh, God, please deliver me. What have I done? And he, didn't, he never called me. And there's a woman who's a Catholic, and I don't think she's lesbian, but she just supports the Catholic Church, and I've given her message after message about the idolatry in the Catholic Church, and she continues to support it. But I still have kindly thoughts toward her from a previous friendship and she would come to my house and she'd tell me some worldly saying and I would say to her now I want to live by the word of God and what you've just told me is not the word of God it's not in the Bible or sometimes it was totally contrary to the Bible and I would read a scripture from the Bible showing her this what you've just said is contrary to the Bible and I want to live by the Bible and this woman would disappear for a while, and then she'd come back. And I really have kind of a heart toward her. I think the time might come that she is born again. But she'll have to come to me and tell me. I can't be around her. And sadly, I slipped again and invited her to come visit. And we talked about it, and she said she'd like to. She lives in another state. and. I said to God, oh, what have I done again? And asked him to deliver me, and I really, ne I never heard from her again. So sometimes we're, we're, the flesh takes over, and we remember good things, and we forget that they are unbelievers. And then we want to get free from the trap we've gotten in. Oh, I've done that so many times. Well, here's what the Bible says. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? Now, if they attend a church and they say they're a Christian, but they do opposite from Bible and do not support Scripture, and they go in an opposite way, they are unbelievers. They don't believe in Scripture, though they say they're a Christian and attend a church. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness, and what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? 
For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean, and I will receive you, and I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Second John. There's only one chapter. Verse 8. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. Don't wish him well. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. Second John verses 8 through 11. Light and darkness cannot coexist. Prove it to yourself. Go over tonight and turn the light off in your room and see what happens. The darkness floods the room. Turn the light on and the darkness flees. If you're with that unbeliever and you know he's doing evil things, though he says he's a Christian, If you sit there and say nothing about the evil and you don't warn him, then the darkness reigns. But if you turn on the light, usually the darkness will flee. A lot of churches withhold the light because they want the lesbians to come to church and the homosexuals. It's not that the lesbian and the homosexuals have repented, but they're continuing in their sins. Now, if they repent, that's another matter entirely. You can't have drunkards in the church. You can't have fornicators in the church. You can't have these people sitting there as the church, calling themselves the church while they're lesbians and homosexuals. It's against the doctrine of Christ. It's against the scripture. If they repent, then you welcome them. But you don't invite sin into the church. Here is what the Apostle Paul says. 1 Corinthians 5, verse 11. Paul says, But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner. With such a one, know not to eat. You can't eat the word of God with them, and you cannot eat physical food with them, and have that friendship with them. And he says, put away from among yourselves that wicked person. 
he calls himself a brother and he's doing these things against the Bible. You don't counsel him. You put him away from you. Put him away. He already knows the truth. He knows that adultery is wrong according to the Bible. He knows fornication is wrong according to the Bible. He already knows this. But he is willfully committing these sins. Don't keep company with him is what Paul says. Put him away from among yourselves. And Paul said, turn him over to Satan. And I think you do that by putting him away from yourself. Deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. That may be the only hope he has, is putting him away from you. Not keep company with him. For if we sin willfully, After the knowledge of truth, there's no more sacrifice for sin. That is in Hebrews 10, verse 26. After he knows the truth, if he sins willfully and continues in the previous sins, there's no more sacrifice for his sin, for to sacrifice Jesus again, he would have to do that. So we put him away from us for the destruction of the flesh so that the soul may be saved in the day of the Lord. This is what the Bible says. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.